Hello and welcome to Financial Education for the Nation. My name is Warren Shoot and how are you doing today? Today is a great day. It's a great day because it's the weekend, it's nice outside. It's not really. It's not, I can't lie to you. The wind is howling and the uh, it's a bit cloudy and stuff, but I guess we're going into that time of year. We're going into that time of year that the seasons are changing and um, hey, it's work time, isn't it? Kind of head down, get some work done. Um, you know, before we know it, Christmas will be here um, and then we're into the new year. So we're coming into the last quarter. So how has your year been? Have you achieved what you'd hoped to achieve? If, we've been, if you've been listening to this for the whole year and you went back to the beginning, you looked at your goals and say, how on track are you? So many of us, unfortunately, just get caught up with life. You know, time just sort of goes and busy, busy, busy. And before we know it, it's October, going into November. And let's face it, December just goes, doesn't it? But when you get into the first December, before you know it, it's Christmas Day and then you're celebrating New Year and you're into the New Year. So how can we make it as productive as possible? Well, you know, I talk about the compelling vision statement. I talk about the goals and then having quarterly check-ins. And you obviously you'd have a quarterly check-in just recently. Um, but the other thing that you can do is just take action and just grab something and do it. And one of the things I hear from people so often is actually Warren, it's so hard because there's so much to do. You talk about so many kind of things and you know, I've got to set my goals and what I want and I've got to get organized and I've got to sort of you know, get my sort of insurances and my will and stuff sorted out and my snowball and then my pension and oh, it's too much. And I hear that completely, I do hear that. And that's why I like to break things down nice and simple. And if you've read my book, The Money Plan, Everybody says how simple it is, how easy it is to read, how simple it is. My um, uh, quest for that was basically you got on the train at London, you got off the train at, say, Birmingham, and you've read it. You know, you've read the whole book and you've taken some kind of action. Because information is not power. Information is just information. And information is abundant in 2019. Well, the internet and everything else, somebody was saying to me today, I'll just Google the answer. You know, we were talking, it's just like, I'll just Google it. Everything's out there. It's just information. But what is lacking is action. Action produces results. You know, if you look at the most wealthy individuals um, in the world, they're not the most intelligent. Does that make sense? It's like there is a... Intelligence does not create wealth. Intelligence does not create happiness. Action contributes towards wealth and action contributes towards happiness. If you decide that you want to achieve something and then take consistent action towards that, then you're more likely to become successful. If you decide you want to be happy, if you want to decide to have a good relationship and take action towards that, work at it. When you ask anyone who's got a good relationship, often you say to them, what's your secret to a great relationship? We work at it. And that's so often what people say we work at it you know because um life changes our emotions change so we have to work at things now if we work at things and we think it's really hard we're not going to do it for very long because our brains are hardwired to avoid pain and gain pleasure you know i always say the thing that we really want to achieve is happiness and that's because happiness is the avoidance of pain and the um acceptance or the presence of pleasure and you know, it's really tricky because most people just sort of expect things to happen. And unfortunately, things will not happen. 
okay? And positive thinking will not achieve it. Saying, I'm positive, it's all gonna be fine, happy day, da 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 da. If you go into your garden and say, there are no weeds, no aren't weeds, there are no weeds, you look and the weeds will take over your garden, I promise you. Positive thinking will not get rid of weeds. You just gotta look at my own garden. Now, positive thinking helps because it allows you to arrive at your challenges in a better situation. But what provide or what will deliver success to you, whether that is financial success, physical health success, relationship success, is taking action. But not once, consistent action and build momentum. So, kind of brings me on today's podcast after that little rant about taking action is, so often people say to me what you do is there's so many things to do and I wanted people to take some kind of action. I wanted to take action because my belief is a snowball that's started continues to roll. You know, the hard bit is getting it going. You know, my children are now a little bit older, 12 and 14. They're less excited about getting mucky and building snowmen now. It's more about let's get on the swoggin and how fast can we go down the hill. Um, but I remember when we were building the snowballs, I used to love building really, really big snowballs. And when you're pushing this little snowball around, it's quite easy. It's a small little thing. But then when it gets bigger, it's harder. But once it's going, you just keep it topped up. It will keep rolling. And that's the same with us when we're in the zone, we're on the flow. You know, so many people said, oh yeah, I got the flow. I'm in the zone, I can do it. That's because they're consistently taking action. But what happens when you take your foot off the pedal? Yeah, things slow down again, and it's a bit harder, isn't it? It's like when you're dieting. If you're dieting, sometimes you'd have been on a diet and you'd have been right in the zone, and it'd all been working fine. And then you go on holiday, you forget about everything else, you come back, oh, it's so hard to get started again. That's t- and it's just about consistency. So I'm gonna share with you today um, 10 quick wins that you can do to take action. Quick win number one. Quick number one is set up the bank account system. It is a quick win, I promise you. I would say nine and a half out of 10 of the people watching, and I'm sure there's a half person out there watching, um, have online banking already, okay? So it's easy. Right now, I want you to, how do you do it? I've got two screens, so I'd put the video on one and I'd open my browser on another one. But if not, maybe just shrink the video down into the corner. Open up your browser and go on to um, your bank, log in, and let's have a look. Have a look at your bank account. Now, this can be fearful for so many people, but I just want you to take action. Have a look at it and make sure from your bank account, all of your bills are coming out of that bank account. Just if they're not, move everything into one account. And I want them to move it into the account where your um, income is getting paid into. Okay, so there's one account, your income gets paid into that account, so whether it's salary or benefits or whatever, and then all of your bills get paid out of that same account. And now we need to say, um, sorry, before we do that, I want you to make sure you've got a second account where you've got a debit card, not a credit card, a debit card attached to, and that's the account you're gonna spend money from, okay? Now I want you to say, through all your bills, I want you to say to the first one, look at it, do I need this? Do I want this? Can I get a similar experience for less? Now, this may take a bit of time going through it, but trust me, it is so valuable, that's why I put it in number one. So do I need this? Um, it's a standing order to a magazine that I occasionally read. No, I don't need this. Let's cancel it. Um, do, it's rent. Yeah, I do need it. Do I want it? Yeah, I need it. I want it. Can I get it less? Well, maybe I could. So why don't you go online and see if you can get a lower rent elsewhere that you'd be happy, prepared to move to. Um, rent or mortgage is quite a emotional one because it's our identity living where we are and stuff like that. It's part of who we are as an individual and we have so many justifications or rules and it seems such a big thing to change. 
going back to momentum is a hard thing to do. But a good example would be your cable TV. You know, if you're not saving and you've got cable TV, do you really need it? One of the things that I got rid of was cable TV and I bought the free sat boxes. Um, so small investment up front. So I admit there's a payment up front to get the box as opposed to them giving to you. But there's no online payment, sorry, ongoing payment. Um, so it saved me money that way. But you know, as a general rule of thumb, look at all your expenses. Do I need this? Do I want this? Can I get a similar experience or less? And those payments need to equal no more than 50% of your net take home pay. So your general household cost, everything, okay, other than your savings, debt repayment, and your um, general spending money, your WAM, need to be 50% of your take home pay at most. A great example here is your car. Are you saving, sorry, are you spending more on your car than you're saving? You know, that's a great line for me when a client rocks up in a Ferrari or a Porsche or uh, a Range Rover, but they tell me they can't afford to put any money into their pension or retirement account. It's priorities. It's priorities. It's not you can't, you choose not to. Now, I appreciate some of you watching will be just getting, finding enough money to make ends meet and you think, well, it'd be nice to have a car. I don't even have a car, so I respect that. But there are people out there who are at the other end of the scale who are choosing not to because they want to reward themselves. They've had a hard day. You know, they want to get into a nice, luxurious car and drive home. You've earned that. Well, take a lower paid job, get rid of the car and save some money. Um, but anyway, your bank account system, go back on track, Warren. 50% of your money should go towards your household bills. 30% of the money, at most, should go to your WAM, your spending money. It's generally about 1% a day, so 7% a week. Um, gets paid into a different account and that's your general spending money, okay? That covers all, all, as in every other variable expense that you come across. So going to get your hair done, going into your coffee shop, putting fuel in your car, getting your grocery shopping, that kind of thing. It most actually be about 30%. And then your retirement savings, whether it's a house deposit, your pension, paying off your debt. So I'd probably go pay off your debt first, house purchase, then retirement savings, as much as I want you to join your pension scheme, 20% um, of your money. So you know, make sure you got that thing all right. So the bank account system is a quick win. Go online now, go through it. Do I need this? Do I want this? Can I get a similar experience less? Set yourself a challenge, save something, you know, cut some things out, cancel some things that you don't really need if you're not saving enough money. Now, if you're saving and you've got your house in order and stuff, then it's fine. Money is there for spending and enjoying. Don't feel you've got to be a miser and cut all your expenses out. If you're allocating enough money for your retirement and your debt's in order, it's being paid off, got money saved, then buy the things. Have cable TV, have the super duper fast broadband. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not here to say you can't, but for most of you, for nine and a half of you out of 10, you're gonna be saying, I'm just finding it hard to find ends meet. And it's all down to priorities. Number two, shop smart. Now I know you're gonna say, yeah, of course I shop smart. Well, that's an obvious thing, but really do you shop smart? There's a couple of things you can do to shop smarter. Number one is shop with a list. So you decide what you're going to buy. Number two is really buy own brand goods. You know, do you really need the branded thing versus the own brand goods? I do appreciate there's some areas where you won't compromise, but as a general rule of thumb, okay, do you need the branded goods versus the own brand or the store brand stuff? Um, you know, I know I'm not gonna get into debates about baked beans and ketchup and stuff, um, but there are certain areas that you won't compromise, but are there areas that you can? Now, let's face it, right, honey. Honey, honey, it's made by the same bees, right? Eggs, 
they're laid by chickens. You know, you can't get a branded chicken. It could be free range admittedly, it could be corn fed, that kind of thing, but it's a chicken. An egg is an egg, okay? And honey's honey. So there are some areas where you can compromise. But buying those things, incremental savings will make a difference. So shop for the list, um, shop intentionally, buy own brands. Um, when you're online, make sure you're shopping around. So if you're, it's actually not even online, if you're buying larger items, let's say for example, you know, need to buy, I don't know, a pair of trainers or a new camera or um, all sorts of things, I don't know, whatever you're gonna buy. Christmas is coming up, so it'll be a great time. Use a site called Idealo. Now, this is a bit of a secret. Not enough people, I believe, know about Idealo. Idealo, I-D-E-A-L-O.co.uk. Idealo is a price comparison site. You type in the thing you want, and up comes the item. And it says, okay, you can buy it here, 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 here. Now, I was on the phone to them the other day, we were just talking, and uh, we looked at nappies. And I couldn't believe the price extreme of Pampers nappies. Now, you just assume that Amazon are gonna be the best price, but not always. So type in the item and look at the price. I typed in my book, I couldn't believe that it's actually being sold by some people for more than Amazon sell it for, and being sold on eBay already. So you know, there's prices at streams for everything. Go online to Idealo, check out the items you want. So you know, when it comes to Christmas shopping, we talk about shopping for a list, with a list and you know, deciding what you want. Write these things down. Go on to Idealo, check them out. Look at the price history. We've got Black Friday coming up. Is that a good time? It's not always the best time to buy. Okay, so have a look around, do some price comparison. So when you're shopping in a grocery store, shop for the list, buy own brands, shop intentionally. Um, don't go shopping hungry um, and um, use Idealo for the online shopping items particularly. Um, or should I say not necessarily online because you can go into the store and buy, but the bigger ticket items, um, they're gonna cost you some things and Christmas is a great time for that as well. Um, I hope all of you do this, but a big shout out to my mother-in-law, Jenny, because she introduced me to this. Cashback sites, make sure you're getting paid for going shopping. So the third quick win is to go online to the likes of Top Cashback and Quidco, and I'll give a shout out to Easy Fundraising as well, and log in, open the account, download the applet for your browser. These are sites, so Top Cashback and Quidco, these are sites that will pay you a commission, a fee, a payment, when you shop at certain retailers. And there are, I'd say thousands, but let's say hundreds of retailers on there. So that when you go on there and you buy an item, they will give you a kickback of the commission they receive. So we're going on to Idealo, we're finding the best price for the item, and then we're gonna to go to um, Top Cashback or Quidco and see if we can get a cashback on the purchase. It makes complete sense, right? So Top Cashback, Quidco, both pay you a cashback. The rates are different, so if you're really frugal, you can compare them. Um, I just generally just go to the site and the little app pings up and it tells me um, that I'm gonna get paid a cashback and I just accept it. And every now and again, I get the payment advanced into my account. Number four of the quick win, so we're almost halfway through. Number four is the secret sauce, the one that really no one talks about. So not enough people talk about Idealo, I don't think. is a great price comparison site. Um, top cashback, Quidco, a lot more common to be spoken about. Uh, number four is honey. I love honey. I, I think I am a bear, if I'm honest. Come the winter, I hibernate um, and uh, I enjoy honey. But honey.co.uk is a voucher site. And what it does is that it will search the internet for any vouchers and discount codes that you can apply to your shopping. It's great. 
It doesn't work on every single retailer, but if I'm honest, you don't have to do anything. You go to honey.co.uk, you download little, the, the applet into your browser. So you literally go to the site, download this little thing onto your browser, and then when you go to a site which Honey has an affiliation with, has worked with, just hit Honey and it will find the discount code and it'll say, yeah, I've got a discount code for, you know, sometimes I get like 25% off. It is ridiculous. Now, that's not common, okay? So I won't say you're gonna get 25% off everything. So don't get excited and think, oh my God, this is amazing. It is very good and it's little effort. All right, so you know, in a quick four wins, we've sourced out our banking and we've made sure we're not overspending in our bills. Feel proud of yourself. We've allocated an allowance for our weekly spending money, about 1% of our take-home pay per day, 7% a week, 30% of the overall take-home pay per month. And we've allocated 20% of the money towards paying off our debts, our credit cards, or if we've got that under control and that's paid off, we're gonna put it into our retirement plan and pay off our mortgage as well. Great, quick win. We've learned about Idealo and we've got a, the great price comparison and we're making sure that we're not overspending on things. It even shows us the history of prices over time, which is fantastic. My son loves trainers. It's great to see the price change of the trainers on there. Um, we're getting paid for a lot of the shopping we're doing online from the cashback sites, if they're associated to these cashback sites. Not everyone is, but there is an awful lot of people who are associated to them, so that's fantastic. Um, and we're using discount codes with Honey. So with Honey, we're getting a discount on a purchase, we're getting paid for buying, and we know we're paying the lease. So don't get me wrong, spending money means money's going out of your family unit. It means you can have less money for your retirement. So I'm not say, suggesting here, you now go and spend because you're getting a good deal. But what I am saying is, if you are going to spend, let's make sure we're getting the best price. Let's make sure we're gonna get a cash back if we can, and let's make sure we're getting a discount on the item we're gonna buy if we can. Number five is get your credit score and get your credit report. Now, unfortunately, your credit score does matter. As much as I'd like to say it doesn't matter, um, it does matter. And the reason it matters is because it affects the rate of interest you're gonna pay. It's not that I want you to take out more credit, I don't want you to take out any more credit cards. I want you to pay off your credit cards. I even think your credit cards can be closed. You do not need the credit cards, particularly if your money management skills are weak. Let's be honest, you know, you'll have strengths in a million and one areas, but if your money management skills are weak, you don't want to put temptation in front of you. If you are a compulsive overeater and your weakness is chocolate, you don't want to keep loads of chocolate in the, in the kitchen, in the fridge, if your outcome is to reduce your chocolate intake. You know, if you're addicted to sugar, you don't want to have sweets and things around. If you're addicted to spending, you don't want to have the ability to spend easily around you. It's easy, you know. It's one of the things that I do suggest people is get your credit card, okay, and put it into water in a cup and put that into a freezer and freeze it. Put your credit cards on freeze. Um, and then if you absolutely need to use that credit card, you've got to defrost that water and allow it all to defrost before you can use it it's gonna give you time to think, okay? Just these little things that we just come up with just to uh, give you some kind of help and support. But um, your credit score does matter and making sure you pay the least amount of interest on your debt, particularly your mortgage, because that's the one that's gonna be outstanding the longest, is important because it means more money available to overpay on it, okay? And that's why we do it. So. Use Experian, it's the biggest um, credit report provider in the market. I don't like the free ones. I used to, I signed up to a couple of them myself, and what I learned was they're free for a reason, they keep selling you more credit. 
okay? And if you are susceptible to having credit cards and stuff, the last thing you want is someone keep saying to you how good this is, how good this is, how good this is, because you'll believe them, okay? So protect yourself from yourself. Sign up to Experian. You normally can get a free 30 days or so. If your credit is poor and needs some work, keep signed up, work on it, improve your credit. Um, review it, disassociate yourself from people you don't need to have on there. Make comments if you think it will improve your credit report, if there's things on there you don't know, um, and keep an eye on it. If your credit report is good, fair, good, you know, if you're up there, then um, don't worry about it. You could even cancel and then maybe resubscribe in 60 days, uh, not 60 days, uh, six months or a year's time. You know, once a year probably is enough to keep an eye on your credit, I think. Um, people out there say, no, no, you need to every month because of uh, forces, this, that, and the other. Um, if that's going to cost you money, there's a balancing act. Um, if your credit report is poor, I agree, stay signed up, it's a good investment, get your credit improved and then uh, cancel it. But if your credit report is good, then um, just be diligent with your finances. But Experian, best place to go, Experian.co.uk is the biggest one and um, it's going to give you an impartial one and not sell you lots of credit. Okay, so now on to number six. So number six is your state pension. State pension is the pension paid to you uh, from the government, okay? So it's based on the number of years that you earn over the lower earnings threshold. It's about 8,000 pounds a year. You don't really need to know the detail. So it's based on the number of years you earn money over a certain threshold, lower earnings limit, um, or you are a carer or raising children, okay? Because you get credits for that. Um, the, most, the maximum number of years you can do it for is 35. Um, but you have to at least 10 to qualify at all. So if you've done no, if you've done like eight years, you don't get anything. Um, if you've done 11, you get a pro rata amount all the way up to 35. Um, the state pension of honesty is hugely complex. It really, really is. I think sometimes um, pensions and tax and things are intentionally made complex to give people like me a job, and I don't think it's necessary. Um, but what I would say to you is the easiest way for you to sort this out is to fill in a form called a BR19, BR19 form. Um, you can find it on warrantshoot.com, go on there, type in state pension or BR19, download the form, fill it in, send it off to Newcastle, which is where they process all these forms, and they'll send you back a projection of your state retirement amount, your pension amount per week or per month, um, and when you're likely to get it, because their state pension age is increasing. Currently it's about 66, I think it is, um, and it's going up over time. So I think I get mine when I'm 67, but my son will get his when he's 68, unless they increase that, okay? Um, you don't have to do a BR19. If you've got access to the Government Gateway, which is an online portal, it's very good actually, it's worth doing, you can go onto the Government Gateway and get your BR19 completed online or get your state pension forecast done online pretty much immediately. The benefit of using the Government Gateway over the BR19 is that you get your contribution history of your national insurance. So I personally did this myself. I wrote a guide called the State Pension Guide, which is available on warrantshoot.com. Go there, check it out, it is very good. I must admit, it'll probably be available to you. I was gonna say, we've looked at the demographics, it's like the older people who look at it more, but it's a good idea for everyone to look at. But go and download it, it's only a few pages long. Um, and so I thought I'd go through the process that I'm writing for, because I always do the paper version. But I went to the Government Gateway, logged in, very, very straightforward, easy for me to do. Uh, got it, got my state pension forecast. I looked and they gave you a contribution history of national insurance contributions, which is fantastic. And as I looked through that, I noticed there were some years not enough, not enough. And this was when I was self-employed and I knew I'd qualified and paid it. So I challenged it and I'm just going through that journey 
uh, with the Department of Work and Pensions at the moment to evidence that I did pay uh, enough national insurance contributions. Um, so yeah, that's where we are with that. So BR19, get a state pension forecast, you'll feel good about it. And typically every year or two, I would update it and just so you know that you're not gonna have the instances where the government changed state retirement age and you're not gonna know about it, which happened to millions of ladies who were expecting their state pension at 60 and the government have increased it. I'm on your side. I, I am on your side, ladies, definitely. I understand why the government has done it, but I don't believe they have communicated it as clearly as they could have done, and therefore they should take some responsibility for it. But um, don't you get caught in that boat. The state pension is increasing. You don't want to read all the financial papers. It gets boring. Let's just do it once a year. Get the state pension forecast, BR19 or government gateway. It will send it to you, and you can see the age and the amount you're going to get. Number seven. Other pensions, so that's the state. What about all the other pensions? You may have worked for a company, you might have started a pension, forgot it. Your mate John might have been working for a company when you were younger and started your pension, you just forgotten all about it. Where are they? You've got no paperwork on them. The Pension Tracing Service. The Pension Tracing Service is a facility run by the government. You can tap in your details and it will help you find the provider. It doesn't give you the details of the pension scheme. You then got to then contact the provider um, and get the details, but um, it does help you find the provider. It's an online facility. It is fairly easy to use um, and it's pretty quick actually. We even use it in the office here for clients who have said to us, I know I had a pension once with so-and-so, but I can't find it. Or I had a pension with this company, I can't find it. Or when I was 18, my friend John or Jack or whatever worked for an insurance company, started a pension and um, God knows what happened to it. So you can you can do that and it is worth doing. Okay, so if you think there's a pension out there, it's worth it. You've got to tell them details. You can't just put your name in and say, look, find me a pension. You've got to give them information so you can't just do a blanket search. And there are lots of companies out there who charge you for this. Okay, there are lots of companies who charge you. Basically, they take your details, they use pension tracing service and then give you the information back. You don't need to use them. Don't pay for it. It's not necessary. So you go to www. Why do we say it so quickly like that? www.gov.uk forward slash find hyphen pension hyphen contact hyphen details really long isn't it why don't you google pension tracing service and then look for the gov.uk site okay don't use the other ones because they're going to charge you use the gov.uk site failing that go to the blog or show notes it's all in there um, and you can get it from there so um, trace your previous pensions now on to number eight on the home stretch number eight get organized Get financially organized. It doesn't take that long. Trust me, it doesn't take that long. Um, pour yourself a drink, cup of tea, glass of wine, beer, whatever your preferred beverage is, and get yourself organized. So get things sorted out. So let's look at the sort of things you want. So let's get your will document in one place, get your lasting power of attorneys out, um, go online to the land registry, get your title deed for your property, get all your policy documents, make sure that life insurance is written into trust. Get all these forms here, get them all organized, get your BR19 that you've organized, get them on a, and then get them in a filing cabinet, get them into a fireproof safe or a filing cabinet. Because I think clarity is power. And a lot of the times um, we avoid finances, we move away from it because we associate pain to it. Remember, our brains are hardwired to um, avoid pain and gain pleasure. And our brains are comparative machines as well. So we look at finances, we think, is that gonna give me more pleasure than speaking to my friends, going to the gym, going out, whatever it is, okay? And it looks like, no, that's, that's gray, that's dull, that's dark. 
this is bright, this is fun, this is loud, exciting, and we go towards the pleasure. It doesn't have to be that way. Make it fun, make it quick and make it sharp. You'll enjoy it, make it upbeat, put some music on, get yourself a drink, get yourself organized and get yourself an agenda. Okay, these are things I'm gonna to do today. I'm gonna to spend half an hour, 40 minutes doing it, then I'm gonna wrap it up. And if I need more time, I'll come back to it next week. Okay, write yourself some notes. So get yourself organized. I like the idea of a fireproof safe. Um, we always recommend you do a fireproof safe. I've got some links um, to some in the show notes um, or a filing cabinet. Just know, have a, have a your income details, your P60, P45s, um, notice of coding, pay slips, anything like that comes through. Um, sometimes you keep this in paper, so you keep them in a filing cabinet. Sometimes you keep it online, depending on what your um, preference is. But get yourself organized. Um, also, have a summary of all your expenditure, what comes out of your bills account, or your snowballs, or your debts, and everything else. There's some spreadsheets online at warranty.com. They'll help you with all this. Number nine. Number nine is an interesting one. Number nine is register your land against fraud. Did you know? It shocks me. I laugh, not out of it's funny, but out of desperation. Fraudsters try to sell land they don't own or try to sell property they don't own. They try to mortgage property they don't own. Um, it's just what extremes will they go to? So this is particularly relevant if you have a rental property and especially relevant if you have a rental property which is unencumbered, i.e. has no mortgage on it. Okay, but if I'm honest, if you have a property, it will not hurt you doing this. There's no disadvantage doing this. And what it is, is there's a fraud protection helpline with the land registry, which basically says if there's any suspicious activity on your property, you'll be alerted. Now, it's free. It makes sense to do it, doesn't it? Why would you not do it? Particularly if you have a rental property. You know, there was a high profile case in the press it was someone famous it was a newsreader or something i forget um the actual details but maybe if you um, googled it you'll find it it was something along the lines of this person had a property rented out in london it was worth a lot of money the tenants in the property changed their name by depot to the owners of the property and then went to the solicitor and sold the property it was only because I think the individual was well known that the solicitor knew somebody that said, oh, they're selling their property in, I don't know where, I have no idea where it is, let's say Belgravia or something, Chelsea. And they're like, oh, I didn't know they were doing that. And word got back and, and then it all opened up. They realized it didn't. But imagine that, you've got a property um, just around the corner. Uh, your tenants are John and Jenny Smith, for example, uh, and they change their name to your name. And then they go to, and they try and sell that property. You know, these things, unfortunately, folks, are happening, and it's scary. The Land Registry has this website. It's uh, www.gov.uk forward slash protect hyphen land hyphen property hyphen from hyphen fraud. What? I don't know. If you do an internet search, protect my property against fraud, Land Registry, um, or better still, go to the show notes and the direct link will be there, because you never know. This day and age, there might be someone masquerading as that, and then... Um, covering it up, you don't actually register it at all, but they know that you want to. So um, go to show notes, go to warranty.com, it'll be in the blog post, um, register your land, particularly if there's a rental, and definitely if it's unencumbered, you don't wanna get yourself caught out. Number 10, say the best till last, kind of, it is the best, most important thing you can do, in my belief, but it's also, I left it till last because I'm hoping if you're a regular listener, viewer of the show, that you would have done this already. 
okay? And that is, you're gonna say it, aren't you? You know if you're regular, you know what it is. Get yourself a will, get yourself lasting power of attorney sorted out. Lasting power of attorneys, uh, you can do yourself. Um, go to warrantshoot.com, there's a, um, a form on there to help you fill out the forms. It costs 82 pounds per lasting power of attorney. You need two of them. Um, if you've got a company, a business, you need three of them. You need three of them if you're different attorneys. I don't want to make things too complicated. But basically, you need one for your health and welfare. That's basically giving your attorneys the permission to speak to social services, the NHS Trust, about your social and medical care. You need one for your finances called property and affairs. So if you lost capacity and you needed to move house or your spouse or partner needed to draw some money out of an account to pay for adaptations to the house or your care home, they're able to do it. The third one is that if you have a limited company or if you have a business that you want different attorneys to act on, and that's the key bit, if you want different attorneys to act on, you need a third power of attorney. If you want the same power of attorneys, then you don't need a second property and affairs. But if you want a different attorney to act on, let's say you've got a business partner and your spouse significant other doesn't know anything about your business, you don't want them to deal with it, you want your business partner to, to do it, then you need a third power attorney for your business. So it's another 82 pounds, I think it is. Um, go to warrantsheet.com. There's a, a form on there you can fill in, helps you do this. Um, it's fairly straightforward. And you will go online to warrantsheet.com. There's a form on there. Answer the questions um, and then take it into your local firm of solicitors. Send it off to us. Um, don't do it yourself. Um, and the reason for that is it's just too much of a complex area um, to do it yourself. The LPAs are straightforward. You're just answering questions telling them who you want to make decisions on your path, that's it. But there's so many permutations and combinations with uh, with a will, I do think you need to get a professional to do it. So go to your local firm solicitors or send it in to us um, and get your will sorted. So there are your quick wins. There are your quick 10 that you can get sorted before the end of the year so you finish 2019 on a real high note. Quick overview before we wrap up. Your bank account system, get your bills sorted, get your WAM sorted, get your debt repayment sorted. 50-30-20 ratio, nice and simple. Get the set number two, get the best price on the items that you're buying. Idealo.co.uk, if you're going into the grocery store, shop with a list, then buy own brand goods. Number three, get paid for when you're shopping online, likes of Top Cashback and Quidco. Number four, make sure you're getting any discounts that are available for those items, so use the likes of Honey. Um, number five, get yourself a credit report, check it, take action on it so read it and take action remember it's all about taking action it's not about just learning so experian.co.uk with the best place to go for that um, number six your state pension get a forecast by going to the government gateway site and doing it that way or going on to the warranty.com downloading the br19 form get that sent off and do that every year um, number seven pension tracing service make sure you go and find your pension details that you may have started years ago I say to clients, they say, oh, there's no point worrying about that. There's only a few thousand pounds in that pension. And I say to them, if there was a few hundred pounds led on the floor there, just placed on the floor, would you bend down and pick it up? Of course they would. So if that's the case, why wouldn't you then go and get the few thousand pounds, even if it's a few hundred pounds, which is in your pension scheme? Make sure you get these things tidied up. Um, number eight, get organized. Make sure you've got a list of your income, your pay slips and... Uh, P60s, notice of codings, your expenditure, you know where your money's going, you've got your ratios there, so it's all sorted. You've got a copy of your will, got a copy of your power attorney, your title deed, and any policy documents, all nice and organized, so you know where it is, lay your hands on it nice and quickly. Number nine, 
can't do my fingers, number nine, make sure you register your land for fraud transactions or suspicious activities, particularly if it's a rental property. Number 10, last but not least, make sure you sort out your lasting power of attorneys and your will. Hope that's been a great whistle-stop tour to finish the year. Um, enjoy your day. Make sure you take action. You know, information is useless. Action is everything. Uh, my name's Warren Shute. This is a financial education for the nation, and it's a